Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. home on what's been a very interesting Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. We are back. Uh, looking forward to a fantastic year. And uh, we're going to be here for you for as uh, as long as we can, certainly. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor here as well. Two hours in, I've already been called a Padres apologist. Yeah, so I got that. Got that check mark. I got uh, taken care of for 2024 early. I got called a drug addict because I take 10 milligrams of Adderall every morning. Is that a lot? No. No. I'm 235 pounds. I have ADD. It's Dr. Prescribed, I'm not buying it off the streets. It's garbage. Garbage. <laughs> it helps me focus. I have a severe lack of focus. Anybody in my life that knows me knows that. Um, so yeah, I checked off drug addict on the uh, bingo card this morning as well. Paulie, anything for you? Check anything off? Um, I got called a clown. Clown. Yeah, that's great. We should do a we should do an actual bingo board. Yeah. That would be funny. Yeah, like a real one in here, and then we just check it off. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, been a fun morning, been a fun <laughs> couple weeks uh, to be sure. One of the highlights, though, I have a lot of highlights. Uh, I actually did have a really. 
there were parts of the vacation that were really quite lovely. A lot of family time. Uh, some of that went really well. Some of that didn't. Um, got to take the kid. Both kids were in camp. One was in swim camp. One was in baseball camp. Um, but man, I think the highlight of, I think the highlight of my vacation, other than than Christmas and you know being with my family, happened on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. at Encinitas Community Park. And when Ben teased going into break, um, that A.J. Preller really missed a huge opportunity. Uh, he could have come out and watched the Tier 1 tryouts. And so we're doing a... Morning, uh, guys. Morning. We're doing a baseball team uh, here, the Benham Woods baseball team. There was some talent out there. And there was some talent out there. We're going to uh, be playing in the MSBL up in North County. Uh, a lot of games in Escondido. So if you live in the area, we'll tweet out the schedule. You can come by and watch or call us drug addicts or clowns or <laughs> shills or whatever you want. Um, I, we will have bats in our hands, though. Just remember that. Um, <laughs> and we know how to use them. And we know how to use them. So Some of them did. I just... <laughs> well, the ones that we kept, too. <laughs> Listen. So we did... We talked about it on the air, and uh, I decided to... You know, I said, man, I got 70 people that sent me... 70. That said, I'm in. And I went, oh, God, oh, God, this thing is that now the life of its own. And I don't know. I have you can't have a roster of 70 people. So I said, well, let's do a tryout. So I did. And we put one together. We had to move it at the last minute. Uh, the rain was was threatening to keep us away. And when I tell you one of the highlights of my career was going out there Sunday morning and I've gotten to do some cool stuff. This was up there, had a table set out, had numbers laid out, had a sign up sheet. And we had 50 guys roll through on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, chilly, rainy, you know, muddy field. These guys came out, and they tried out, and they busted their tails, and it was the coolest thing. And I looked around the field, and I went, oh, my God. So you want to talk about, like, the power of radio, it was right there, it, right in front of my face. It's weird when you see it work. You don't even know. I was uh, I was standing with the onlookers, um, a few of the tier ones who weren't trying out for the yeah. team, but came out just to to watch the proceedings. And you you obviously were out there. You you were pitching. You were fielding. You were hitting. You were you know taking your notes. There were so many people who were just like you know walking their dogs, walking by, going, "What's going on here? What's I mean, what's what's this? What's this?" Everyone's asking like, "This is I, we never see anything like this. What is going on on this field right now?" It was so cool. Um, and I'll tell you, man, you want to talk about gut a gut wrenching afternoon on Sunday? We had our notes of players that looked like they could play, and Paulie and I compared notes at the end, and then we had to make the cuts. You know, we had to make the cut cut we down. We couldn't carry forty five guys uh, on a roster. Trust me, I loved these guys. Every one of them was cool as, as they could be. They all went out and played really, really hard and and competed, and it was really special to see. It was really cool, and I wish I could have kept everyone, but I did end up whittling down the roster. It was not fun for me at all. I it, don't take it personally. Now I think Ben, some of the the guys that that we didn't take, I think they're going to start maybe another team, which is pretty cool. So um, I hope that that happens. Yeah, I know they're talking about it. Yeah, thank you guys it. for uh, coming out and you know supporting the show number one and 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 coming out and busting your tail out there on a on a crappy wet morning. It was a really really cool experience. So um, love to see that. Had some. 
you know, people that were just wanted to help. They said, hey, man, even if I don't make the team, I'd love to come out and, and watch or hang or whatever. Shag balls, balls, balls whatever, whatever you need. need. <laughs> it was really, really cool. And one of the cooler moments uh, that I've, I've experienced. And um, But I, I did, as a fact, this is a fact, I did text A.J. Preller. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and in typical A.J. Preller and Woods fashion, he did not write me back. Hmm. I texted him this. You're going to think I'm insane, but we're doing a baseball team. We're having a tryout. Guys are going to be coming out. He lives in Encinitas. It's five minutes. I go, it's five minutes from your house. Come by for 10 minutes. Let Ben do a five-minute, five, 30-second interview with you, and let us get a picture of you leaning on the fence with a notepad. And I said, it will be a great bit. Now, I played it through because this is what I do. I played it through in my head. We tweet that picture out of him. He's got his hat on. He's got a notepad, and he's watching these old turds like us out there playing. Like, I was ready to interview him. Like, well, exactly. Stand by, like get some comments, scouting it, scale, it 2080. Be, like, what do we got here? It would be great. It'd be, and now, listen, it's a great bit. I don't care who you are. You can hate us. It doesn't matter. you got to admit, that would be a really funny bit. <laughs> then I played it. I fast-forwarded the tape and said, he will 100% get dragged by people as well. 34 guys on the roster, and this is what you're spending your Sundays doing. I knew it was coming. There was a time we used to enjoy bits and laughing. We don't anymore. It's all serious now. So um, maybe that's why he didn't come. He didn't text me back, though, but... He may be out of the country. He, could, yeah, he may he, be scouting in the Caribbean. Uh, you never know with you AJ never, You never right know. Now. Yeah. But uh, he did not text me back. I thought it would have been a great bit. But, again, uh, excited about this thing. It's going to be mid-February. Uh, the season starts. Decent chance we miss the first games, too, So uh, as we may be at spring training. But it'll be on Sundays, and you're more than welcome to come out. And um, We got jerseys that say Tier 1s. I'm getting those printed up, and it's just it's so much to do. It's so involved to do it. But to have everybody come out and nobody bitched at all, uh, it was really cool. We got an exciting year uh, planned for you, and obviously this is our very first day. But I can already tell you that um, – Two weeks from today, we will be broadcasting live from Peoria, Arizona. That's right. Uh, for Padres Fantasy Camp 2024. All live three of shows. Us for the first time. All, all yep. of us are going out. I have, uh, I've gotten some time off of television so I can join Polly and Woods out at uh, the Peoria Sports Complex with all of the uh, many teams now and Padres alums will be taking part and we'll have uh, many, many Padres legends joining us throughout the week uh, with live shows. Who knows uh, what players or members of the Padres organization may be there early as well because spring training is right around the corner. We'll be back out in Peoria, uh, still finalizing the exact dates, but in February for the start of spring training uh, as we get ready for another you know big season with the San Diego Padres. Uh, you've got your Tier 1 baseball team. I have already started uh, work toward a Ben & Woods Open sometime, hopefully this summer, and we'll have details as we get a little more finalized on that. But a lot of good things coming up in 2024 that we're looking forward to. i got about three other ideas. Um, i got about three other ideas that I haven't even run by you guys yet <laughs> the, for, for some things that we can do this year, too. I would mention them now. Somebody else will hear it and then also do it, so I'm going to pass on that. Uh, but I will, I will let you guys know. Uh, but there's some things I want to do this year, and I want to hang out with the listeners a lot more. That was so much fun on Sunday, getting to just go out and play baseball. You know, go out and play baseball with the guys was a blast. It was a blast. I had so much fun, and I was really, really moved, and uh, it was really fun and special. 
Well, we're looking forward to all of it. Uh, stay stay with us. We'll give you all the details as we kind of get everything lined up a little more uh, locked down as the year goes on. But it should be a, an exciting 2024 here with Ben and Woods and at 97.3 The Fan. And, you know, I got a, uh, a an email this or a text this morning. I'm sorry, a tweet this morning. And uh, I wanted to bring it up because he said, he asked me basically, he's like, Woodsy, I need, oh, here it is from Jordan. He says, uh, Woodsy, help me stop the feeling. Of losing my love for baseball. Help me get it back. The landslide of MLBBS from over the years has seemingly climaxed with this offseason in my head. I can feel the disinterest setting in. It sucks. Peter, L.A., Major League Baseball, and no notable upgrades so far. I think that's, I think that's a fairly common way to feel the despair, right? And we don't know going into the season what it's going to look like. Um we won't really know until opening day what the roster looks like. So, yeah, you're obviously going to have some trepidation about that. Man, I, I don't know. When I when I think about the guys that I do get to watch play here, I'm still very excited about it. Yeah, I'm as nervous as the next person. And you don't want to go out, Ben, and have a worse season than you did last year. Uh, you just don't. You want to get that momentum in San Diego building because it really was, it was a wave and it was coming. And last year was just such a disappointment. I think once once you start seeing guys out at spring training again, once you start watch you know watch a spring training game, you'll be back. I think you will absolutely be back. I'll tell you one thing. I feel that got, way all the time around this time. Around of year. this time of year, and you're like, oh god, oh god. You know, ben just kind of set our show schedule for the next couple of months. Like fantasy camp, we will have original Padres content for you then. And it'll be about three weeks after that that we'll be back out there for spring training. Yeah, and then exactly it's, right. And then it's on. And then it's on. I'll tell you one thing that got me fired up for Padres baseball during our break, and credit where credit is due. Uh, Kevin Acey from the UT went down to the Dominican Republic to talk to Fernando Tatis Jr. and his dad uh, while he was playing the Winter League Baseball. And just the expectations that, that Fernando Tatis Jr. is setting for himself this coming season, he knows you know, as decent as 2023 was for Fernando Tatis Jr., he knows that that wasn't that wasn't his best. No. That was a a fairly mediocre. I think I think Dad said it was okay. You know, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. That was an okay year. He won a platinum glove in right field. Um, you know, he had some streaks where he looked like that hitter that he was beforehand, but he also wasn't as consistent, you know, didn't quite smack the ball with the kind of authority that we remember from like a three week. No, you know, all those warning track flies that he had that you felt like, oh, he was, he was this far away from about seven or eight more home runs over the course of the season. And his expectations for this year are now massive. Having had an entire season, healthy season under his belt in the outfield, being able to train the way he likes to train, play in the offseason, no more shoulder rehab, no more wrist rehab, actual baseball, the way he likes to get ready for a season. He's expecting huge things, and that has me incredibly excited, you know, to potentially see a generational player. We don't I mean you remember how good he was, right? Before even all of this, if he gets back and takes another step up, we're talking MVP. We're talking, you know, Acuna top-level type talent that Fernando Tatis Jr. is capable of, that alone should get you pretty excited about the 2024 Padres season. There's no question. And, you know, to see what Xander can do after a year here and and hopefully coming back healthy, Manny, if he comes back healthy, yeah, it's still, you know, it's still a very formidable lineup. And um, But, yeah, they do need pieces. I think it's okay. 
I think it's okay to, to keep your expectations low. I, I really had high expectations last year, and it didn't work out. So I think um, – I do think that the lower – it's like I always say at the beginning of the year, like I don't care that the power rankings have us top three. I don't want to be top three. I, you know, stay in the weeds. Stay low. Surprise some people. It's really fun. I mean, ask a D-backs fan how that felt this year. Ask an Orioles fan how that felt this year. Playing inspired baseball. They did not play inspired baseball this year. That's what, that's what I want to see. That's what gets me really excited. I don't think your expectations should be rock bottom, though, for 2024. When you look no, at not definitely not I mean rock when you bottom. look at things like fan graphs projections which are currently coming out right now and you look at a Padres roster that doesn't even have as we talked about doesn't even have outfielders at the time I think right now they're still projected top 8 in the National League I mean right there on the verge of a playoff spot before they've even put together an a outfield roster yeah. they could very well be projected by fan graphs and other outlets as a playoff team Coming up in 2024, I think we'd all be pretty happy if the Padres were a playoff team with a chance in October to face the Dodgers, the Braves, whoever, just like the Rangers did last year. Get that opportunity. No one's no one's going to be unhappy with that if the Padres get back to the postseason. And they will have a they will have a shot at it next this season. Mine are so low though that, like I just said, they're so low in that all I want to do is see these guys literally have fun playing baseball again and playing hard. That's my like, that's my baseline expectation this year. You guys get paid a lot of money to play a kids' game. Go play it and play it hard. Play with your hair on fire and let the chips fall where they may. I don't care. I want to see effort. I want to see joy. That's what that's what I love to watch as a baseball. You want to be loose. They were so tight, so tight in twenty twenty three. Let's see all year. Let's see a loose team. Go have some fun, man, and 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 you know take it to teams. You guys, they have talent, so. You know, these aren't the days of even 10 years ago where you're like, oh boy, crossing my fingers that Hunter Renfro is going to do something or Austin Hedges is going to hit, you know, higher than a buck 80. No, there's some real talent on this team. And um, I just want to see those guys play ball again. Like, go play hard baseball. Well, we said when the, uh, the show began that we'd have some uh, clarity for you. At around 8.20. I just don't know if that's the case yet. I believe, we'll see, I believe our first guest of the year will be our boss, Adam Klug, who's going to come in and answer some questions. He's got, I got a thumbs thumbs up. up. All right, we got a thumbs up. Adam is going to join us. There has been, obviously, a lot of talk over the last couple of weeks since we've been gone about the goings-on here at 97.3 The Fan. Uh, We're going to try to set some uh, records straight Answer some questions and uh, get some exciting news coming up as well here on 97 Through the Fan. Do not go away. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, I, I mean, do you want me to introduce uh, two people who were dragged through a lot of mud the last couple of weeks? <laughs> of course, you know my co-host over here, Stephen Woods. And joining us right now is our brand manager slash program director for 97.3 The Fan, Adam Klug, uh, to share a little bit of information and, and clear some things up about what has been going on the last couple of weeks uh, here at the station. Hi, Adam. Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Let's Where's turn your, on his microphone. Let's get his mic on. Yep. There we go. I thought you were talking. We did do this during yeah, the Yeah, right. it still did. Happy New Year to you Happy guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to our audience as well. Happy New Year. Um, a lot has been said, a lot has been written about what's going on here at 97.3 The Fan over the last two weeks, week and a half, but we have not said anything or made any announcements, and so I wanted to come in and share that we here at 97.3 The Fan have decided to make a programming change in our midday time slot. This is the first time this has come from us here at 97.3 The Fan. And I've got to say that this was an extremely difficult dif- uh, decision for me. It, you know, I, I, uh, it was difficult. It was excruciating. And when you bring in the human element, it compounds the decision. Um, I have nothing but the utmost respect for John Cantera, both professionally and personally. And he has done in a, a lot of really terrific things for us. And we here at 97.3 The Fan are very appreciative of all of his contributions here at 97.3 The Fan. And furthermore, I I and we wish him all the best in all of his future endeavors. So don't have a single negative thing to say about John Cantera. Um, we wish him the best. He'll always be part of the fan family here at 97.3 The Fan. How did this thing spiral so out of control? So I'm not privy to the origins of how... Things led to what ultimately led to it spiraling out of control. But um, what was it? It was la- it was Thursday, Thursday the twenty first, yeah. I believe, um, after the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. After 
all the shows except uh, his John Quintero's show had gone dark. And uh, the Union Tribune put out an article um, saying that John had been fired, which was inaccurate at the time. And Hacksaw, who many people know, put out a tweet saying the same thing and dragging uh, my name and our station through the mud. And quite frankly, a narrative was put out there um, that we had fired him right before Christmas. And as I said, nothing but respect um, for Coach professionally and personally and uh, I, I hope that we have a long-lasting relationship moving forward. But I do think that there are some uh, some misinformation out there that needs to be cleared up in terms of the station and myself. And the first, the biggest narrative out there that is false, 100% baseless, was that we fired John Quintera right before Christmas. I had a conversation, I had a meeting with Coach on October 12th. He was not fired on October 12th either. I informed him that we were planning on making a programming change in middays. Um, I told him on October 12th for multiple reasons. The first was I wanted to honor him and I wanted to give him the opportunity to for us to put out a statement, for him to talk about it, and for us to have a farewell tour and to really to celebrate all of his accomplishments here at 97.3 The Fan through the end of the year. I wanted to give him that because I thought he deserved that and had earned that right with all the great work he had done. Um, Furthermore, I told him I absolutely wanted him to remain a part of our station and offered him an opportunity to do live talk shows for us on Saturday and Sunday mornings in addition to staying with us and, and uh, when other opportunities arose. And I told him I really, really wanted him to accept that and be a part of our station. Now, you can't blame him for not uh, accepting that at, at all. Like, I, I if it, this same convo happened with me, <laughs> I would not – I would – me personally would have said, "Oh, if you don't want me here, I'm out." You know, and and I think Adam's also smart enough to know that those last eight weeks or whatever, with you knowing all of that information, yeah, not not have gone well for Adam. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> so I I I, you know, from my perspective, when I saw the the hacksaw tweet, so I, I this is I don't typically share private conversations that I have um, with people. I texted Coach that Thursday. And I said I always enjoyed working with you. I had a re- I had a good relationship with Coach when we went to the the ball game the last time. Me and my wife sat and talked with his wife the entire time. What do you know? What did you hear? Oh, you heard that? I heard the same thing. Like I I've known Coach before. Um, we started working together here. How this narrative got spun that I had something to do with this was the one that was really the most troubling for me. Uh, taking a lot of a shrapnel over the week. I texted uh, Lee's tweet to Coach Contera uh, again. And I said, Coach, I, I really hope this isn't your perspective. I said, look, here's a quote. I really hate to think this is your perception. Hopefully it's not. You and I always got along, in my view. He said, what is this? I said, it's from Hacksaw. He says, I have zero idea about this. Keep me out of this. I have no problem with you at all. I said, cool. He said, enjoy the holidays. I certainly will. And that's where we left it. And I'll, tell, I'll say this for the record, too. He has every right to be upset. Every right. But you have every right to make a change when you want to make a change. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is this, the narrative that, you know, I or we or whatever. You want me to put it into that? Well, go ahead. I mean, yeah, if you want to. Nobody here at the station, none of our talent had any input whatsoever into the decision to make a change in, in middays, nor did they have any input into who would be replacing coach in middays. Furthermore. The San Diego Padres 
had no say whatsoever into the decision to make a change in middays, nor did they have any say into who will be taking over in middays. Period. End of story. The decision was made here locally by myself and my boss, Michael Valenzuela, who supported the decision. Stephen Woods and his family have been dragged through the mud, and it was undeserved, and it was perpetuated by a guy in Hacksaw who, from everything I've gathered, has done plenty of backstabbing in his past and sent me a very nasty email, and he had the audacity to take a shot at the track records of who will be taking over in middays. And for someone with a track record of his own filled with nasty, vile, heinous, racist statements that he has made over the years, it takes cojones to take a shot at other people's track record. And that's what Hacksaw did. And, you know, from my perspective, something I wanted to make sure that's out there. I got 14 years in this business. There are two people, two, that I have gone into a manager's office and vouched for. Two. One of them did not work out at all. The other one was Paul Reindel. And that's worked out beautifully. You were there when I went in there for an hour and said, if he goes, you guys are toast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy you. Right? That's it. Two people. Nobody else. Nobody that's starting on this station. Nobody that was at this station. Nobody that's ever coming to this station. I don't put my neck on the line for anybody. I'm 50-50 on that one. Paulie's paid off. The other one did not. Um, again, I had I I could have probably posted my convo a, a week ago, and and it would have ended some of this garbage. I didn't, but I was I'm I'm pretty upset by it, you know. But I again, like at the end of the day, you know, I have a great amount of respect for uh, for coach and what he's done. And like I said, I mean, from the get go, I was like, oh, I'd be pissed too. I'd be really pissed. I just want to add. Um Coach uh, is a mentor of mine. I have known him for the entirety of the time I have been in this business. He helped me get into radio. Uh, He deserves nothing but congratulations on what has been an amazing radio career. I hope if he wants to continue it, he can at some point. I will also say, though, that and Coach did a great job, as as he always does. I I have also been let go from radio jobs, and I I thought I did a great job when I did them as well. That happens in this business a lot. It just is part of radio, and it's just an unfortunate part of the world, but that is what this business is. And it'll happen to us at some point. You know, We're not immune to it, Woods. I know that. It's, this is radio. Things My, change all the time in this business. Michael literally told me this morning, you're closer to being out the door than you are to being here. And I said, I know that. By here, you mean making the decisions about who's on the air? No. The, oh, no. The, you're closer to being out. The, yeah. The, right. the, the fact that somebody would, would give me that kind of power, I mean, there's, you know, certainly it's flattering, but it's just untrue. It's just untrue. So and, the, the other thing, by the way, that – sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You know, I didn't mean to interrupt. You no, it's all right. The other thing that people have been upset about was the fact that Coach's final show had gotten canceled and people said that we were a lot of gutless – and didn't give him a chance to say goodbye. When I spoke with Coach back in October, he asked me when I offered him the chance to finish out the I, I offered him the chance to finish out the year in his midday time slot and then transition into weekends. He told me he wanted his final show to be 
December 22nd, which is a Friday. I said, cool, that's what it'll be. So everything was lined up, and he was scheduled to do his final show on Friday, December 22nd. However, when the newspaper, when he's obviously he spoke to the newspaper and to Hacksaw and whoever else prior to his final show at a time when we were not able to comment for reasons I'm not getting into, we couldn't comment at that time, and we didn't comment at the time, and the narrative got put out there that we fired him right before Christmas, and at that point, the final show, it, there was no decision to be made other than to not have that show, because it would have been four straight hours of people commenting and reacting to a completely false narrative that was out there. Yeah, the the... the- the job that some of the the people again, and, and there's so many of the people that I like and respect, but you know the the whole story kind of wasn't told, and and um, you know listen, it's 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 unfortunately the nature of of this business, and and like I said earlier, you know people just say stuff now, and and you know forget the repercussions. Um, like I said, I have no beef uh, with Coach at all, and uh, as our text exchange. Um, said he didn't have any beef with me allegedly so i i'm i i'm with you benny i wish him the best and hope he goes out and kicks ass and you know and and does whatever he wants to do um but yeah the the narrative that that i was behind the scenes pulling the strings i just don't have that kind of power guys i don't somebody said to me yesterday well you want to be the head guy there i go buddy i leave at 1003 <laughs> i am out the door faster than you can shake a stick at it at 1003 i'm out the door of this place uh, i have a life outside of it i have a family outside of it they've been dragged into this crap uh as well and listen you can hate me all you want but that's just that's not a narrative narrative i'm going to be okay with I, I don't do that to people um and i certainly didn't do it to coach the, the thing that's really the most disappointing to me is the lack of journalism that's been done in the last few weeks people have written and said stuff that is completely unfair with only getting one side of the story and despite the paper reaching out to me for comment, which I wasn't allowed to give, that doesn't preclude them from doing their own legwork, as some people on social media have done. We spoke to Coach in October. There has been a job posting on our website since October, right? <laughs> the paper didn't look at that. They didn't do any of that. Everything was still up on our website as well because he was still an active employee. You know, Jay Paris wrote an article that completely – Seemed as if we treated Coach unceremoniously on his way out the door and without the level of respect that he deserved, which, by the way, was of the utmost importance of me to treat him with. It said we should have given him a farewell tour, which I offered him, and he declined, and it said that we kicked him in the gut while he was tying a bow on Christmas presents, which, again, is not true. Yeah, it's... it's it and was... there are people in this town who I have relationship, relationships with both personally and professionally, as well as people I don't have relationships with, who are quite eager to jump on and buy what was being sold without thinking, hmm, maybe there's another side of the story. You've all heard, if it's too good to be true, it probably isn't. It goes the other way as well. If it's too terrible to be true, it probably isn't. Yeah, I mean, I felt terrible for you being dragged, which is why I punched down at Hacksaw, you know, and and you didn't deserve that at all. Um and you know it is what it is at this point um 
I'm kind of over talking about Lee and and you know the rest of them uh, with their it, fables. I wish him I mean, there were all fables. the best with his Chargers podcast and his mini polls. Yes, have a bowl. Ultimately, you know, Coach is a good guy. Adam is a good guy. Yeah. I have no idea how this could have spun out the way that it did. But Adam, thank you for coming in. And, and setting the record straight and answering some questions and, and being who you are. And again, uh, you know, nothing but thanks to the coach, John Cantera, for everything that he has done and been in this town. It, is, uh, it has been a remarkable career. Now, you've left one big question unanswered. Who are the Padres going to sign? <laughs> and that? We, we will have an announcement. We'll wait. In about an hour, because I know Woods is so into the long tease. I love the long tease. <laughs> in about an hour, we will announce... Who will be taking over on middays? That is coming up at 9.35 this morning. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we will come back with more Bennett Woods. We will react a little bit more if you want to sound off as well. 833-288-0973 on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. I will say this uh, to kind of put a bow on it, uh, Ben and Woods, ninety-seven through the fan. I do think, I do think some people did him a disservice by you know running with this story. That's not Lee's story to tell. You know, to be honest with you, it's not his story to break. It's Coach's story, and, and um, you know, like when I sent it to him, when I sent it to Coach, and he said, "What is this?" You know, I I don't know that he knew about it. You know, and I don't think I think that there there was a disservice done uh, by that. If I if that happens to me, I want to be able to tell, you know, my tell my side of the story, certainly. And, and hopefully coach gets a chance to do that, you know, somewhere. But, um, you know, I it's not a it's not a pity party for me at all. I can handle it. I'm a big boy, um, you know, and and. It's just wild to me. Uh, it's weird to see in kind of real time how things can just spiral sometimes. It's really it's no pretty alarming, actually, to see how it can spiral. I've got uh, one more point I want to make in regards to this story and the San Diego Padres role or lack of a role in it. And, and I want to get to that after a quick check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Over the last couple of weeks, uh, Adam, obviously, and, and Woods have been kind of dragged through the, the mud and the torture chamber, and I know it was very stressful, especially uh, for you guys, because you were taking the brunt of the criticism from around San Diego, and I, for the most part, kind of did what I do, and just kind of let things roll and wait until we came back on the air. I know it drives you, you crazy. To I don't com- know. Completely unscathed. But if there was if there was one thing about this whole drama that that really did bother me it was and adam addressed it it was the accusation that the san diego padres were the pulling the strings behind the decisions of our lineup here on 97.3 the fan which was a hundred percent like 100 percent untrue that never came into play that had nothing to do with it but what was particularly galling for me was the insinuation that had Peter Seidler still been here, oh, that, that coach would, would not have 
you know, there would not have been a change. I have no doubt that Peter enjoyed listening to Coach. I know he listened to our show. I know he listened to the afternoon show as well. But the fact that that it was implied that, that Coach was too critical of the Padres, and that's why he can't work for the Padres' flagship station, is absolutely antithetical to everything Peter Seidler ever stood for Correct. when he talked to us. Peter Seidler was the first person to tell us many times, go after us as hard as you can. I love it. I want you to hold, be as critical and as honest as you can about this baseball team. He loved that. He loved the criticism. There was no, there was not one defensive bone in Peter Seidler's body not who one. would ever be afraid of the criticism that I leveled, that you leveled, that Gwyn or Chris leveled, or that coach leveled on this radio station at any time. He had nothing to do with it. The Padres had nothing to do with this at all. And the insinuation that that was at all a factor in this is the one thing to me that I I found the most galling. And and credit to the Padres, who completely stayed out of it and really did like, you know what, we're not a part of this. Just, just, we're we're not even commenting. Well, the best part was, you know, it was Scott Kaplan that said it. And he said, hey, I don't know anything. And they quoted it. They quoted these these websites quoted him when he said, and that's like a credit to Scott for like at least acknowledging for like, saying, hey, "Hey, I'm not in the building. I don't know this." You know what he didn't say, and he's entitled to his you know, opinion. You know what he didn't say? I have sources right. that have told me. Now that's hey, this is just my wild theory, and I'm going to give it to you. So he gives it, and then you take that and you run that as news, which is weird to me. It's very very strange to me that that happened, but. Um, Man, I don't know. Which I, then it, gets picked up by another source yeah, and, and another source and, and, and ends aggregated. up in the New York Post that the Padres may have had something to do with this. It is, un- it's, it that, is unreal. It is absolutely insanity that you can make the jump from A to B to C to get to the point where they were. That did nothing to do with it, and it's insulting to even suggest that the Padres had anything to do with it or that... You know, something would have been different had Peter Seidler been around. Peter that is not I mean, that is not what Peter Seidler s- stood for. His Twitter account getting tagged is like uh, is. as a way to garnish sympathy. I guess uh, it was so it sucked, disgusting. Dude. It sucked man. from somebody that I I really respected. That, that was just unbelievably it was a rough, poor journalism. It was a rough week for journalists. You know, it really was. And and you know, I I I. I I'm t- I'm tired of getting you know the tweets <laughs> about it. Um, you know, listen, you can you can choose to believe what you want to. You're going to anyway. Uh, I, that's one thing I have learned in in 14. Now I don't have the market equity of some. You know, one Paul Mahon, but I do have 14 years of market equity here, um, and I just that that to me was was pretty unconscionable. Um, that's the one that bothered me, obviously, the most. The Potteries one I laughed at because Scott actually said, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but here's my theory. And then <laughs> like, oh, you're allowed to have a theory. Absolutely. Don't, yes. You don't absolutely. run with that, though. You don't run with it. Go, I mean, and they, they put the quote in there that said, I have no sources. I know no one in the building. This is just what I so think. What are we talking about? What are New we York talking Post? about? Awful announcing. It's just incredible to me. <laughs> I, I Run what your Aunt Judy says then. Right. Because she's got just as much of an idea as anyone else. It was. It was really, really a fun, <laughs> fun vacation. Holy cow. So, anyway, onward and upward uh, we go. Again, just to reiterate, I hope Coach lands on his feet. I hope he competes against us. I hope he gets a platform to do 
the thing that he loves to do the most. I love radio, and I, I love it so much. Um, I can certainly, and as I said to Adam's face, he abs- absolutely has a beef. Absolutely, he has a right to to be upset. Uh, I would be very upset. We're doing very well too. If we got fired today, I'd be really upset. You know, I would be. Um, but I think it's also important that that you know you know the whole the whole gist of the the whole thing here. So, um, people out there are not going to believe us. That's right. That's fine. I mean, it is what it, I can't. I'm not going to come to your house and force you. You to were me. able to see some of the the ongoing comments from the same nine burner accounts. You're like. What are we arguing about? I can't you're, not gonna, argue. you're not going to change your mind. You think you know everything, yeah. and that's is what that's is. where we're at. October twelfth. Again, we will um, we will introduce the uh, the new midday show. They're going to start on Thursday, I believe, uh, coming up in our nine o'clock hour at nine thirty five. So we will have that for you coming up in just a little bit. Looking forward to that. Uh, and you know what? You you may you may love the new show. You may like Coach's show better. That's your you get to have your opinion out there as well. Still a free service, it by is, the way. It is still a, free. Still on the house. No, you you're absolutely not. have the right to listen. Don't listen. It is totally up to you out there. You are the listener. You have the power to do that. You don't have to go to your phone, click subscriptions, unfollow, delete, whatever, cancel <laughs> your. It's still going to be free. You can listen or not. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited for them. Um, probably not how they imagined it it shaking out as well. Um, but listen, I you know they're gonna they're gonna have our support certainly, and uh, you know we'll give them the the welcome to ninety seven three the fan that we never got. So happy to do that uh, coming up pretty soon. The one thing I will promise you is that uh, we will continue to value your listenership. I know Coach valued your listenership. I know our new show will value your listenership as well. You are important to us out there as listeners, and we are simply trying to do the best job that we can to serve our audience and our radio community here in San Diego. And and I know that that's what we're going to try to bring for you going forward here in 2024. And I'm I'm on, honestly I'm really excited about it. What is I'm listenership? By the L- way. Listenership. Listenership. Our listenership. <laughs> Everyone's a little frazzled. A little bit. Again, this is when the three-hour show would really be quite elite. Oh, for just let the mic and get out of here. <laughs> right, see you later. Basically, you just want to let a naysayer know. Yeah, let a naysayer know. That's exactly right. Let it here. Let a naysayer know. When are we doing the announce? 9.30? 9.35. What the hell are we going to do at 9? Oh, round report. report. Oh, yeah, of God. course. we got our first round report of the year coming up uh, in our next segment at 9 o'clock. We also uh, have some San Diego State basketball tickets to give away. The Aztecs open conference play against Fresno State tomorrow night after, I mean, a phenomenal 2023. Can 2024 be anywhere near as magical as that last year was for San Diego State? They will open conference play. We'll give away some tickets to San Diego State. But I know Pauly has got some uh, NFL talk uh, coming up in the Rindle Report. I think the drama that happened in Denver with Russell Wilson... All Huge right. story from over the weekend. Can someone explain that to me like I'm five? We're going to try. <laughs> All right. And then the ending to the Lions-Cowboys game on, was that Christmas Eve? The Saturday, Was that Saturday night? That was nuts. That was Saturday before New Year's Eve. That was the... Three or four days ago. Yeah, that's right. Before New Year's Eve, the Saturday night game was absolutely insane for officiating. We'll tackle all of that coming up next. Final hour of Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 